to MoneyPod, a podcast brought to you by Coach Chris. If you work hard and earn a good income, but find that your week lasts longer than your money, then this podcast is for you. Or if you feel like you earn a reasonable income, but you don't seem to be getting anywhere financially, this podcast is also for you. We will be talking about all things money that very necessary part of life that so often tries to control us so that we end up living from pay to pay and abandon what we once dreamed of. I want to be able to help you take back control so that you decide where your money goes and you feel confident to step off the treadmill of earning and spending and step into a wide world of choices. Well, welcome to the Money Pod. I hope that you're all doing really well and that I'm speaking to those people who are super excited about getting their money into great shape. Today, we're going to be turning our attention to our children and the dilemma they face regarding money because what our children see is a whole lot of plastic cards being flashed around and even our smartphones sometimes hovering over the pain point at a supermarket. So in their minds, All our kids see is that they need a phone or a piece of plastic to buy what they want. So how do we teach our children about money when they don't actually see any cash exchanging hands? It's quite a challenge, isn't it? And one that I faced with my younger three children. And in fact, this subject came about because I had the pleasure of FaceTiming two of my grandchildren the other morning and they were proudly separating some play money into the correct piles. 50 cent pieces on top of other 50 cent pieces and one dollar coins on top of one dollar coins because what their mum had realised was that they didn't really know what money was all about. So again, how do we teach our children about money when they don't see any cash exchanging hands? So, let me give you a few ideas of how I tackled this problem when my younger three children were still at home. I'd actually set up uh, bank accounts for my children because um, it, it felt easier for me to be able to transfer money every week or fortnight, depending on when we got paid, to give them some pocket money. Um, I wanted to start teaching them about money and the use of money and and what things cost. And for me, it was easier to be able to go transfer the money across and organize a debit card so that it was all very neat and tidy. When we were out at the shops, they had their debit cards with them and they were able to just, again, hand over the plastic. I thought that was a reasonable thing to do because we were heading into a world of no cash. And I wanted my children to be able to learn that this is what it meant. Money came out from their bank account and was paid for and that was what the action of handing over a plastic card was all about. It was still their money. But there was actually, what I discovered was there was some disconnect between the two processes. They actually did not work out the fact that the money was coming from their bank account. And even though when I showed them their statements, when they came through the post um, at the end of a month, to see what they had actually done and they could see, ah, I was at the the shop then and money came out and so now I've only got this much left. That was fine, they understood that, but they didn't really understand the value of the money. And I think that was the biggest challenge at that time was the fact of what was the value of each dollar coming out. So I then went through a process of, well, I'm gonna draw out the cash for them, I'm actually going to physically give them the money in cash. They will then hand over the cash at the checkout 
and then they'll be able to see exactly what they've spent. And what happened on occasion was the fact they would forget to bring their pocket money um, and they would say, Mom, can you buy it and then I'll pay you back. That never happened. So I was in a lot of, you know, I was buying them extra things that I wouldn't normally do because I think it's good that they had the responsibility of understanding the extra things that they need where that money comes from. So joint using the cash taught them to value the money, taught them to understand, and then tr so slowly progressing into them going back to using plastic brought them back into the 21st century where they were living so that they understood what that meant. So how do we actually teach them the disconnect between that? How do we go from showing them that it's not money, we're just flashing plastic or our smartphones? How do we teach them the value of what that means? Um, and so over the years, I developed a few different things and I wanted to give you a few ideas today. We use something called the dot shop. So when they were really little, this was it before they actually went to school for doing jobs around the house or actually good behavior or things that I was trying to introduce. So using good manners, they received a dot and then the dot shop would be opened on a Saturday morning and they could look at the jars. This jar you have to have three dots for, for. this jar you have to have five dots for. They understood that different things had different values. And I actually go into that in a bit more detail in a free booklet that I've uh, created and I'm happy to give away if you want to uh, write to me at podcast.com.au um, and I'll, I'll send a copy of that to you. But and that's given in more detail. So that was one way that I did it. The other day, the other the other one would be um, why not start playing shops at home and use play money. So just like my daughter had as it is introducing that to her children, just using play money and you can set up a shop at home and go along and they actually have to physically count out the amount of money. So to buy um, something, pretend, you know, we use boxes of things at home, old boxes or in actual fact, my one of my daughters loved to be able to set up a shop in front of the pantry and I would go along to her shop and ask for things from in the pantry and she would put them into a bag for me and then she would tell me how much I owe. And then again, you could hand over play money to be able to understand what all of that means. And then eventually you can actually buy uh, play cash registers at uh, in in. in department stores now that actually have credit card facilities so you can practice doing that as well and you understand so you're taking them from um, an area of using play money to using play plastic to understanding well now let's go out to the real shop and this is what happens. In fact one of my clients was introducing her children to the idea of pocket money and money and using their own money but she found that her children would play with the real money that she gave her for pocket gave them for pocket money so she actually now pays her kids pocket money with plastic pocket money or pretend pocket money and then when they're ready to go to the shop, she exchanges it for real money. And then she found there was no money getting lost. So um, that's another thing you can do as well. And it really depends on the age of your children. So look, I, I do want you to start opening up the conversation with children with surrounding money. They are learning about money at school nowadays. A lot of people will say to me, oh, we never learned about it in school. And they still believe that that's not happening now. But in fact, uh, your children are learning about money at school 
um, they're actually learning about it within other lessons. So let's say they've got an English assignment, they might do the assignment on, you know, what's what are the dangers of credit cards. And while the teacher is looking for um, their punctuation uh, done correctly and the, the correct grammar done correctly, they're actually formulating a, an argument surrounding it. And in the meantime, they're researching about credit cards. So there actually are learning things like that. So it really, to me, it's still very basic at school. And I'd love to see kids learning about how to read a bank statement, um, you know, what, what all of that means, how do they understand super and things like that. And that's a little bit more complicated, but they are learning about that. They're even learning about how, um, it, how much it costs to put a meal together. And they might do that in a maths lesson, a home economics lesson. So they are learning about the practicalities of money. But if we can support that in our home and really start opening up the conversation about money, um, in our homes. I think that would be a really good idea. One of the negatives that many families face is the children are often hearing parents arguing about money or they're constantly hearing, no, we can't afford that. And so they get mixed messages coming through um, when it comes to money. So I want us to really start thinking about how am I actually teaching my children about money? What are they seeing in the home? Do they see me stressed about money? Do they see me worrying about money? Do they see me just handing over plastic willy-nilly and they think I can have anything that I want? Do I ever put restrictions around money with regard to my children? Because some money, some people actually will buy anything for their children, even if it means them going into debt. So I really want you to start thinking about what perceptions are my children picking up from how I deal with money and from how I spend money? And am I opening up that conversation to my children so that they understand as well? And am I introducing them to a world of money that they can understand and then moving them along from cash through to plastic, through to even the phone, you know? Are they seeing what I'm doing with my phone and explaining what that actually means? Of course, our children are all different ages and different ages will only need a certain amount of um, information. But remembering we are taking our children from very small children to teenage years. And by the time they're teenagers, they will have all access to credit cards, debit cards, smartphones, and how are we preparing them for that? So I hope that I have um, started a conversation, got you thinking about things with regard to children and money. And as I said earlier, I have got a booklet that I'm happy to give away that's addressing all of these things, kids and money, and hopefully opening up some conversations surrounding them. So if you are interested in that booklet, write to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au and I'll email that out to you. It's a free booklet that you can access and hopefully it will start to give you some ideas surrounding that. So I'd love to hear from you to see how you're going with that. Any ideas, any challenges that you've come up against that we can address again in another podcast. Really would love to hear from you. Thanks for dropping by and we'll be ready to chat to you again next um, next fortnight uh, when another pod podcast will come out and I'll chat to you then. Talk soon. Well, there we have it. That's our segment for today. Thanks for joining me. It's been good to have you listening. Good to have your company. 
with me. If after listening to this podcast, you feel like you need some one-on-one help from one of our personal financial coaches, then please visit us at coachchris.com.au. We'd love to be able to connect you with the coach that's just right for you. And remember, keep those questions coming at podcast at coachchris.com.au. I hope you have a wonderful week and a financially successful one. Thank you.